Thanks for tuning in. This is episode number 217. Thank you for taking the time to join me as we continue our way in Lessons in Luke. Uh, We're nearing the end of the series as we approach Christmas uh, in these daily devotionals. So today we are in chapter 22, and um, a lot goes on here in this chapter. Um, So really the section I want to explore is starting in verse 54, but I do want to just kind of tie it to, um, in this chapter, we find Judas agreeing to betray Jesus. Um, So um, any of you um, are familiar with with that story, um, but he agrees to a certain sum of money, uh, to betray um, his teacher, uh, Jesus. And um, so he he schemes with the chief priests and officers of the temple guard, and they discuss uh, with them how that he is going to betray him um, and consenting to this sum of money. So we'll, we'll, skip, we'll skip through, and we'll start in verse 54. Uh, where we actually are going to talk of Peter's uh, denial of Jesus. Starting in verse 54, it says, Then seizing him, uh, this is speaking of Jesus, Then seizing him, they led him away and took him into the house of the high priest. Peter followed at a distance. And when some there had kindled a fire in the middle of the courtyard and had sat down together, Peter sat down with them. A servant girl saw him seated there in the firelight. She looked closely at him and said, This man was with him, but he denied it. Woman, I don't know him, he said. So here we're talking about Peter. A little later, someone else saw him and said, You also are one of them. Man, I am not, Peter replied. About an hour later, another asserted, Certainly this fellow was with him, for he is a Galilean. Peter replied, Man, I don't know what you're talking about. Just as he was speaking, the rooster crowed. The Lord turned and looked straight at Peter. Then Peter remembered the word the Lord had spoken to him. Before the rooster crows today, you will disown me three times. And he went outside and wept bitterly. If you recall um, earlier, just not, not too long ago, we find Peter very uh, kind of boldly saying that um, that he would even die for Jesus, that he would never betray him. And fast forward later in the scene, and here we see Peter doing the very thing that he swore he wouldn't do, which is betray to disown his teacher, his master. Now this is a very, if you just put your 
put yourself in Peter's shoes for a moment. Um, it's easy to just read through this and really not feel the text. But if we were to just put ourselves in Peter's shoes for a moment, and even really the scene of as as Peter disowned Jesus the third time and the, the rooster crows, the moment where the Lord turns and looks straight at Peter. I mean, if you just let that sink in, um, I hope you can feel the heartbreak that's in that. You know, it came to no surprise to Jesus. He actually, you know, spoke prophetically of this to Peter himself. So Jesus knew it was coming. But no doubt it still hurt. Um, and Jesus had feelings and emotions. And, you know, these are his brothers. They might has might have well has been his family. Um, I'm sure they were with one another just as much or more than their own families. So um, this was a, a hard hit uh, for both of them. I mean, just as Jesus feels the the disappointment of the moment, and, and no doubt Peter felt the shame and embarrassment of the moment, the same moment. Um, we see that um, when this happens and when he remembers the thing that that Jesus said, he went, he ran out, he went out, and he wept bitterly. You know, as often as we, though, remember the, the betrayal of Judas, we, we so often kind of categorize him differently than we do Peter. Well, I mean, Peter goes on, he experienced repentance, and he experiences restoration. Now, if you'll search other gospel accounts, um, there is some additional details where Judas returns the money to those who, who hired him, and Judas experiences a change of heart in realizing what he has done. And he gives the money back to them. But he goes and he hangs himself. Um, he can't carry the weight of what he's done. Judas doesn't experience restoration. But Peter does encounter that. He does get um, a moment of restoration. And so we, we know Peter today um, as this, you know, powerful one God used, just a regular person, full of flaws and mistakes like us, but he goes on to do things for the Lord. He writes his some epistles himself and, um, you know, greatly used for the Lord. But we categorize Judas kind of in his own category, you know, the one who betrayed the Lord. And it's very easy for us in our culture, especially in our Christian culture, for us to say, you know, this person, you know, is you know did this, and you know it was bad, but this person did this, and and this is worse. 
And we, we identify and label people so easily in, in, our, in Christianity. And it's really sad and it's a shame because if, if, if one person falls, it's no different than another person falling. It, you know, falling prey to sin is falling prey to sin. And we shouldn't be so quick to place degrees on things. Like Peter's betrayal is, you know, a lesser degree of um, compromise or sin than maybe Judas's betrayal. We would say this is, this is a higher degree of, of, of wrong. But they both sinned. They both erred. And so I think this is something that we should chew on in our own lives is not being so quick to categorize, but realizing and recognizing that if we fall short in one thing, we fall short in anything and everything. And But the beautiful thing is Peter gets the opportunity to to experience restoration, but Judas doesn't give that time, and he doesn't get to experience restoration. Now, I personally don't believe that um, that Judas is eternally cut off from God because of his sin, and and some think that he didn't experience genuine repentance. I don't. Um, I don't hold to that perspective. I believe that um, if if anyone can be redeemed, so can Judas. And so there's a lot that transpires that we don't really that we're 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 not aware of. But um, and so I I have hope that uh, that Judas found repentance and in and 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 that his soul was redeemed. Um, though he himself was destroyed, it it's a real sad case because um, many times we all can experience a deep despair in our lives, and and in the moment it can be so crushing and heavy to carry that the only answer seems to be escape by taking our lives, and though that is a a temporary conclusion, it's a lasting one. And it's really sad because I think if if time were present, then Judas could have experienced the same restoration that Peter did. However, um, he didn't give that time. So I think for anyone who might be listening to this that's in a very dark place, uh, very despairing, uh, lacks hope, I would say keep holding on because in time you can experience to the restoration that can come only by the goodness and grace of God. But keep seeking the Lord's face. Keep pressing on and holding on. And the, and in time you can experience release and restoration and freedom and deliverance. Um, the Lord is faithful. Even when we are not, He is faithful. So I would just encourage you to keep pressing, keep holding on, 
and and just bury yourself in the Lord's arms. There's no one that's too far gone um, or too messed up to experience God's forgiveness and his kindness. He is eager to give that to any who would come to him despite whatever they've done. The worst of the worst um, to the most innocent, um, he is willing and eager to pull you in and hold you just like he would um, a child. So thank you so much for being with me on this episode. I hope that was encouragement to you, and I look forward to speaking with you next time. God bless. If it means I'm close to you, I would trade a million lifetimes for a moment here with you.